Hi, I'm Dina. I'm Randy. And I'm Lovetto. We're Hydrogen and Stupidity. Join us every week as we discuss the unexplained, unimaginable, and downright ridiculous. We explore true crime, aliens, supernatural, conspiracies, cryptids, paranormal, and anything in between. We're not experts, but just three friends who like to talk about the bizarre. So let's get started. Welcome. And hey, Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah. It's Yay. Christmas, eh? Oh, God. <laughs> it's Christmas in Canada. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's snowing out there, yeah? Merry Christmas. You know Merry. Some good fishing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Merry... Love fishing in Quebec. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Hanukkah. Merry. Happy Kwanzaa. Hey, you know what? You know what? Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. You know what? We could High also. Five. We could just condense it into um, happy holidays. Happy holidays, <laughs> or happy holidays. Everyone's, I like Christmas Hanukkahka. Everyone's so offended at happy holidays, but I just nothing. You know what? It encompasses everything. It it doesn't offend me at all. If if you want to tell me happy Kwanzaa, if you want to tell me you know happy Hanukkah, you go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm here for it. That's like, that's your brother. That's that's you telling me what you do, right? And I'm okay with it. Yeah, if your holiday reading is go fuck yourself, then I'm like, okay, go fuck yourself too, bro. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what sect of the human race oh, that God. leads right. with go fuck yourself during the holidays. Um, me neither. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out though. We'll find somebody. Dina, There's somebody are you, out there. Are you live streaming us on Instagram right now? <clears throat> I'm not. You should. I will be. You should log in right now to the uh, hydrogen and stupidity Instagram and just Instagram or Facebook. Either one. Just kind of live do it. What I'm are we actually doing? live streaming right now. Are you? In yeah. your mind? No. You're live, you're live streaming yourself? Yeah. He Everybody said, wants to see yourself. my face. He said, yeah. on the phone. <laughs> uh, let's, is it? Let's, uh, are you really, though? Yeah, I really am. How do I? Yeah, see? Wait. Oh, uh, hey. Oh, There's one person in there what's for, going for on? right now. What? She said, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Been live Wait, on, is this on Instagram? This is on TikTok. TikTok? Yeah, live streaming on TikTok. I didn't know we had TikTok. Oh, TT. I, I like do. to call it. I do. I like to call it double I, T. I joined it because I wanted to watch uh, uh, Big Titty Bitches dance around. Oh. I like to watch Small Titty Bitches with Big Butts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, or Big you Titty. You cannot lie. Or Big Titty Bitches with Big Butts. <laughs> big, big Titty Bitches with Big Butts? <laughs> Anyone, as long as they have a big butt. Yeah, yeah. The ass like is important. Brandy. <laughs> I like butts. You do like the butts. What? I like butts. Dude, I did stop I sending. Prefer I did stop sending you all of those things on Instagram because I feel like it makes you feel awkward when I send you hot girls on your Instagram. <laughs> Why does it make me feel awkward? Because you never say anything. <laughs> I, it's because like, Brandy just closes it, and I'm like, oh, he's well, not. No, no, no. I love him. I love him, but like, I there's only so many times I could say I want to touch her inappropriately. Well, that's that's what you're supposed to. You know, <laughs> Mr. Holloway and I, we send several hundred pictures a week. Well, then keep sending me. I'll I'll respond. No, every because time. you 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 don't seem to be. I'm gonna start a group chat with you and Bo. We're gonna do it. We're, and you know what? Every one of them that you send me, I'll say I want to touch that girl inappropriately. You don't. That's fine. Okay. Actually, you know, you know what? what? That's I, fine. We're in an we'll enlightened society. I want to touch her appropriately with consent. That's the key. That is the key. The key is that you want to do it, and that she consents to doing it. <laughs> I I hope she consents. If she doesn't, then you just. You just take the loss, yeah, man. You I don't want to be a creep, hell, bro. I would like to say I'm not a creep, but you need like third party. Do you know how many L's I've taken at Marty's? <laughs> <laughs> Phil, hey Phil, if you're here, I'm taking a lot of L's at your bar, bro. <laughs> I I've taken I've taken no no L's because, because I don't approach right, people. Right when I'm like Randy, you should go talk to the girl. Randy's like, no. Was it? Yeah, Dina, you heard that story, right? The time where I almost got in a fight at the bar? No. With, okay. At Marty's? Yeah. In the bathroom? Yeah. When you were walking back there, that dude was like, don't touch me. And you're like, what? No, 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 no. This is what happened. So we were like, they, they turned the bathrooms into like a unisex bathroom. Right. And um, so I was I was in line waiting to go to the bathroom. And the dude behind me, he was also in said line, 
Well, the two dudes in front of me go into the bathroom to go you know, pee, whatever it is that the two dudes in the same bathroom are, are doing. So I move up just a little. Now, there's a little tiny wall that's separating, uh, you know, the, the space before the bathrooms. So I move up just I'm not leaning up against the wall because it's a wall in a bar. Yeah. Dude behind me starts flipping out. He's like, do you not know how a line works? And I'm like, do you not know how a line works? So wait, hold on. <laughs> You were there first. Yeah, I was there first. And then he fell in behind you. Yeah. So obviously he has a basic understanding of how lines work. Uh, yeah. So that's why I said, do you a not cue. know how lines work? You could also call it a cue. You could be like, oi, you know how a fucking cue works, mate? And he'd be like, yes. So he <laughs> was like, well, this is bullshit. And he hopped right in front of me. And I was like, look, dude, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. I'm the next motherfucker in that bathroom. And the next bathroom that opened, he was like, all right, fine, go. So I go to the bathroom and I hear him talking trash about me to the woman behind him waiting to go to the bathroom. He's like, I, this dude doesn't know how line works. Never been to Six Flags, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, you know what? The line worked very well when, yeah, I, was, when quite, I was in line to fuck your mom the other quite day. Quite efficiently. So when, that was an efficient when line. I get out of the bathroom, I go uh, I, I go straight up to him and I'm, I'm just like, dude, uh, there you go, you impatient fuck. Did you pull your dick? Did you pull the Alabama <laughs> I, white thing out? I did not pull the Alabama white thing out. So after that happens, I'm just like, I'm hyped up. I'm ready to go. Like I was fixing to fight this dude. He was way bigger than I was. I didn't give a shit. Uh, he knew I was at the bar and was oblivious to what was going on. Yeah. And I wouldn't so be involved. I go all. back to, uh, <laughs> I go back to Levetto and I'm telling him the story about what happened at the bathroom. I was like, I'm ready to go. And he was like, oh, so you, you've got the... you got the adrenaline. You're hyped up. You're ready to go. And I'm like, yeah, let's fucking do and this. And I was like... And he goes... Go talk to that girl over there. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> the the adrenaline and the hype dissipated immediately. Oh, yeah. I was not doing that. Randy. And then we ended up talking to that married chick who was just stupid drunk. And, like, her husband kept coming over. Like, is, is everything okay? And we're like, yeah, just hanging out. I don't Whatever. Yeah, she was talking to that. He came over. He was like, what's going on? I was like, yeah. Beer. <laughs> he was like, but yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I just like I, I, I've gotten to the point in my life where I just don't approach people at bars anymore. Like I've got my core group of people that I love to hang out with, and I don't know if it's that I, I, I'm scared of rejection. I don't know. I, like I just don't. I don't really. Uh, you know what? It's going to be real hard for you to go on tour. Uh, it's not going to be hard for me to go on tour because I'll have you two on okay, stage. You with know me what? Talking. You know what, Dina? It's going to be easy for Randy to go on tour, but it's not going to be easy for him to interact with fans on tour. No, 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 no. If there's no connotation behind that interaction, as uh, like uh, me trying to take somebody home, I could absolutely interact. But at that night, no, you can't. I was kind of. I, I don't think. I maybe. I we'll see. I don't. we'll see. You know what? Make us popular, just so we can see how Randy will act. <laughs> Make us popular, so you see how. how so react. we'll see how Randy reacts. Who's going to make you popular? On public, because uh, it's the, not going to uh, be the, me. The people that are listening to this lovely Christmas episode that <laughs> has had nothing to do with Christmas. So Christmas, December twenty yeah. fifth. December twenty fifth. Is that Jesus's December twenty fifth? Uh, that's the rumor. And I think that's all it is, is a rumor. Anyway. Are, hey, are you live streaming? <laughs> I have been live streaming. Which On which platform? Facebook. Are Facebook? There, are, mm -hmm. No one's okay. watching. I said they? fuck a lot. No one's watching. Yes, you did. I did. I was you hyped did. Up. I who's was watching? I was hyped up about the story about me being hyped up and then not hyped up because Dina, I didn't talk to the woman. Dina, what? Is anyone watching? There no. are three people. No. Hi, guys. Hola. <laughs> We Hi guys, we are um, we're recording Podcasting. right now. <laughs> She's yeah. like, Ugh. we're recording right now, so that's what that's what we're doing. We're recording uh, each other right now, and uh, yeah, and Randy's recording us. I don't know what exactly he's doing. So, um, so what? Christmas, 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 Christmas. Oh, Josh Lamp. Yeah. I love he Lamp. says, hola. Uh, hey, Josh. Hi, Josh. I, I love Lamp. Hi. Uh, I'm getting a y'all are uh, hilarious. <laughs> y'all are hilarious? Yeah. That's, uh, that's what, that's what Carrie, that? Carrie said. Hi, Carrie. Dina says hello. <laughs> All right. So the who's only going one first on Christmas? Shit. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Dina is. No, Dina. <laughs> yeah. No, Dina doesn't need to go. 
Dina ever. doesn't need to go right now. So, uh, whatever order that we go, I need to go last. Oh my god! And anyway, so there are there are a lot there are a lot of Christmas monsters out there, guys. I picked Gryla from Iceland. Has anybody heard of that? I have not heard Why of Gryla. Not? From Why have you not heard of her? Gryla, G R Y L A. Why have you not heard of her? Why, Randy? But, uh, are you not I cultured? I didn't look Gryla. Are you an uncultured swine? You shut your dirty mouth. I will open it wide. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I've not looked up Gryla. Please tell me. Please. You what know a Gryla what? is. <laughs> you know what? Felicia. Her sales up first. <laughs> Felicia. Her sales uh, Gryla is <laughs> okay keep going she's from iceland okay who um you know that iceland is uh it's very green <laughs> greenland is very icy yeah yes <laughs> that was that was for tourism uh but <laughs> Kryla, she's a mountain troll and uh around christmas she descends from the mountains in iceland she's a giant a troll, a giant troll. She descends from the mountains of Iceland, and she tries to convince parents to let her have their naughty children. Just, she wants the naughty children. Just the naughty children. Okay. Because, you know, who, what parent doesn't want to get rid of their naughty kid, right? <laughs> so you're being a dick. I want to get rid of all the kids. Go with Gryla. <laughs> Gryla would have had me so easily. As like, a child. Like, would have had you? Newborn. Like, like, what do you mean? Would have, my mom would have been like, no, fuck this kid. Um, I was about to yeah. say, like... No, not like that. Are you trying to be... <laughs> so, she lives in a cave. Uh, Josh asked if it was Iceland Krampus. No. No. No, no. no G- Josh. G-R-Y-L-A. She's a giantess. Giantess. So not a giant, but a giantess. Uh, do I know? Do I know Josh? Mm-mm. I don't know Josh. Mm-mm. I don't either. We're just calling people out on this episode. Um, and she li- they live in the mountains. She's part of a family. She also has 13 sons and a cat, the Yule Cat. And the Yule Lads are... The Yule Lads are her 13 sons. And the Yule Cat is, you know, her cat. It's a huge and vicious cat who lurks about the uh, snowy countryside during Christmas. And uh, eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before christmas eve what so the yule cat if you don't get new clothes it's gonna fuck you up bro so <laughs> dobby the elf <laughs> would, would get eaten yeah because no one has freed him exactly okay but okay. once he gets a sock he's a free elf exactly. um so gryla has an appetite for uh, the flesh of mischievous children. Um, kind of like a witch. She cooks them in a large pot. She has a husband named uh, Lapaldi, who is lazy and mostly stays at home. So during Christmas, she comes down from the mountains and she tries to get these children from these parents, the mischievous children from parents. And so now it's a big thing in Iceland. They have a... Uh, they have, uh, here it is. Here's a picture. You want to see it? You guys want to see it? Oh. That's, that's Gryla and her husband right there. Oh, that's cute. And, uh, they're pretty. They're look, yeah, they're looking for the kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she has 13. She has 13 sons. Um, they're the Yule Lads. The Yule Lads, they, uh, I'll read them all. She starts with, um, Sheep Coat Claude. That's, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Icelandic term. Because I can't. Okay. Stick yards are. <laughs> but uh, this one harasses sheep, but is he's impaired by his stiff peg legs. So he has, he has two peg legs, but he chases sheep around. And he, he comes around uh, anywhere from December 12th to the 25th of December. Then you have the gully hawk who hides in gullies. And he waits for an opportunity to sneak into the cow shed and steal milk. He doesn't want to eat the cow. He just sort of wants to hang out and drink that milk. <laughs> he wants to hang out and drink the milk. So he's, drink the milk. He's Polly Shore and he's wheezing the juice. 
I just, I keep thinking about <laughs> Weezer the Jew. <laughs> I keep me, I keep thinking about meet meet the parents. Uh, can you fucker? Can, 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 can you milk me? Can you milk me, fucker? <laughs> no. Oh jeez, he shows up from the 13th of December to the 26th. Uh, then you have Stubby. He's abnormally short, and he steals pans to eat the crusts left on them. What? He, he he's the the this crust. Name, so in Iceland, he's called Stuffer, <laughs> which is the English translation is Stubby, and uh, he's abnormally short, and yeah. He steals pans. So Stouffer. And he, oh God, you just looked at Stouffer. <laughs> I didn't even think of it until you did it. So he eats the crust left on them. 14 <laughs> December to 27 December. <laughs> so it's weird how they all start on the 12th. It's like 12, 13, 14, 15, all the way up to these 13 ass dudes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Their reign lasts well into January. <laughs> And by well into, I mean the sixth. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this other dude, Spoon Licker. Spoon Licker? Yeah. No, 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 no. There is no way that I could ever pronounce this name, this Icelandic name. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, spoon Licker steals... And licks wooden spoons, and uh, because of that, he's extremely thin because he's mal mal malnourished. He's malnourished because the only form of sustenance he has is wooden spoons. Wait, no, he eats the actual spoon. No, he steals them and then licks the stuff off of them. <laughs> so it's like you know what? I just uh, stirred up my bolognese sauce here. <laughs> Let me set my spoon down, and when you turn around, guess what? Spoon's gone, and uh, old Spoon Licker's got it over there in the corner. He's licking it dry, <laughs> and he appears from the fifteenth of December to the twenty eighth of December. Then we have the the pot scraper. He steals leftovers from pots. These <laughs> are very. I love them. I lo that's. I'm gonna. If I ever have kids, I'm gonna name my kids these. <laughs> um, we also have the bowl liquor. These are, look, look, look. These are all the English names. I cannot pronounce these Icelandic names. I am so sorry, the people of Iceland, if you hear this. <laughs> if you would like to go on the Discord and send me a DM, <laughs> I'll come into a voice chat with you and listen to you pronounce all of these. Please do, names. please. And I'll take, I'll, I might record it and I'll take notes, but I can't. Produce, I can't pronounce Askus Laker. <laughs> That's what it looks like it says. A S K A S L E I K I R. Bowl liquor. Guess what he does? What? He licks bowls. <laughs> Please tell me it's plates. Please it's tell me it's plates. That's a good guess. Toilet bowls? It's a great guess. <laughs> However, he hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their asker, which is a type of bowl with a lid. Used instead of dishes, um, which he then steals. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I got your bowl, bitch. <laughs> so then the next one is the door slammer. <laughs> the door what? slammer. Wait, wait, let me guess. He slams doors? He does like to slam doors, <laughs> especially during the night. And um, he likes to wake people up when he does it. <laughs> the next one. Is the skier gobbler S K Y R I skier or skier gobbler? Gonna, I'm not going to venture a guess on that one. He's a Yule lad <laughs> with a great affinity for skier, which apparently is similar to yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my favorite story. Here's <laughs> the. <laughs> who is also known as the sausage swiper. The, so the sausage swiper. <laughs> he likes to hide in the rafters and snatch your sausages as they're being smoked. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Next we have the Kluger Gager, <laughs> who is also known as the Window Peeper. He is a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal, like virginities. <laughs> he that steals. Goes, the, the virginities. I made that up. Uh, okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. Gata, the next is Gata Futher. <laughs> what? He's. No. <laughs> Just this, look on his face. This translates into English as. He's the doorway sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> this fella. He has an abnormally large nose <gasps> and an acute sense of smell, <laughs> which he uses. <laughs> To locate leaf bread. <laughs> leaf bread. <laughs> I am literally naming all of my kids. If Got I don't have any. Got <laughs> <laughs> the next one is Kit Crocker. <laughs> known as the meat hook. He basically just uses a hook to steal meat. Oh, this Christmas episode is awesome. <laughs> and then the last one is known as the Curtain Snaker, who is known as the Candle Stealer. The Candle Stealer. Guess what he does? <laughs> Steals candles. No, he follows children. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he follows children in order to steal their candles, which oh, God. were once made of tallow, and they were thus edible. <laughs> So, okay, yeah. <laughs> so is that the one that finishes up on the 6th of so, January? Gryla, yeah, he, he, <laughs> he comes around from 24th of December to 6th January. He's fucking shit up well into the next year. <laughs> Give me your candles, Our mother. 2021 is not looking good already. <laughs> you watch All your of Dina's ca- candles are your, gone. She bought the nice ones from Whiteburn. Listen to me. Don't don't steal my candles. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Why would you steal my candles? Oh man, the uh. funny thing, like <laughs> you just read about this stuff, you know, like so. Gryla, she she was originally mentioned as being a giantess in the thirteenth century compilation of Norse Norse mythology, um, but she didn't have a specific connection to Christmas until the seventeenth century. So you're talking four hundred years. <laughs> Before she's just thrown into Christmas. I should have peed um, before this episode. <laughs> uh, the, so the oldest poems of Gryla describe her as a parasitic beggar <laughs> who walks around asking parents to give her the disobedient children. But <laughs> you can thwart her by giving her food or just chasing her away. <laughs> Oh, this is the best. Uh, originally, she lives in a small cottage, <laughs> but later on, she's forced out of town, and she lives in a faraway cave. So, <laughs> it goes from anywhere from her living into the mountain and being a hideous mountain troll, to being a semi-attractive woman who can land a dude and have 13 kids. That's... But they're all, you know, the thing is, is that they're all sons, so uh, theor- pro- popular theory is that only one ball works. <laughs> If you only have boys, one you know what I mean? If you only have yeah. one gender, yeah. that means both balls aren't aren't pumping that so, sperm out. So, <laughs> so he's like, so anyway. So Gorilla Gryla. Yeah. I like Gorilla. It sounds like a cool rat name. She lives with her cat totally her has, husband and her thirteen sons. They they totally have a, a TLC show uh in twenty twenty. What's it called? Growling them, hit them dudes. <laughs> uh, she also has a cat. Is simply referred to as the Yule Cat. Can you imagine the stickers on the back of that van? Oh my god! <laughs> a bunch of stick figure ass dudes. Yeah, and then one little cat, <laughs> and everyone driving behind him is like, they know what causes that, right? Are they? Are they sure they know? (laughs) (laughs) So the thing is about the Yule Cat is he only comes around until the 19th century. So Gorilla starts out in the 13th. 400 years later, she gets a husband. 200 years later, she gets a cat. (laughs) Oh, my God. So you said 19th century? 
What? <laughs> <laughs> So 19th century is when no. she got the cat? She starts at the uh, the 13th. Yeah, she starts at the 13th. She no, no, appears... no, I'm saying she got the cat Hold in on. the 19th. Give me five seconds, you interrupting... <laughs> <laughs> no, so she... It, the first mention of her was in the 13th century. Uh, the 17th century is when she got associated with Christmas. Okay. Then uh, the 19th century is uh, when she gets a cat. So we're in the 21st century. What does she get this year? Nothing. Nothing. No. Did Santa. she catch the Rona? I, well, if she socially distanced, I doubt she socially distanced. Oh, well, she can't keep track of all them kids. They're she still in sausages, yeah, exactly. sniffing doorways, sniffing doorways, licking spoons, licking spoon, right, stealing motherfuckers' bowls and shit. Yeah, you, you can't. That just sounds like a terrible time. It's it sounds <laughs> like in a, in a it's a terrible time. <laughs> That's 13 kids that have some weird fucking just thing about them. (laughs) So, (laughs) what? (laughs) Weird things about them? Yeah, just like hanging out in rafters and and, and stealing sausages. Right, that's the weirdest one is the dude in the rafters just like... (laughs) It's not like he even runs through there. (laughs) He's just sitting up there like... (laughs) It's not like he's behind your car in the drive-thru waiting for them to hand the... What are are you doing with that sausage? (laughs) (laughs) I my name's Randy. <laughs> I'm also known as Beautifulator. Oh my god. Or the Sausage Swiper. <laughs> what are you doing with that sausage? But anyway, these dudes appear with her between um, the 13, like the 13 nights before Christmas. So yeah. Essentially, they start on the 12th. And they come and just cause random mischief. And so there's, there's a lot going on with this story. Like, you've got Yule Cat that's out there just mauling people because they're not wearing new clothes. And then you've got these 13-ass dudes stealing sausages, licking spoons, stealing bowls, and just doing other random stuff. And then you've got Gryla trying to eat your disobedient children. So, I mean, like, Iceland is hectic. Christmas time in Iceland? <laughs> <laughs> must be tense. We oh wow. AF. In the US we don't have very many we don't have Belschnickel. We don't have Krampus. We have Santa and Rudolph. And from what I've heard, they're quite nice. <laughs> we they're weren't pleasant. we weren't very nice to Rudolph. They're pleasant. But when you get into Europe, if you're an asshole, you're getting you're just I, you're getting eaten. <laughs> I kinda wish Lavetta would have went last on this one. <laughs> Why? Oh, because I'm I'm crying and laughing. Uh, and laughing. Is it because you um, have a dark one? Are you doing you <laughs> no, a dark one? I'm not doing a no, dark one. No, I have the dark. She one. has a dark one. I don't have a dark oh, one. Oh, so next is going to be I, mine's a feel good story. It's going to be that chick. Yeah. You know what? Let me see. I, I I wonder if I can find the story that they tell of you know, like uh, the nightmare, or not the nightmare, but the uh, night before Christmas or whatever. Is there like a story? I wonder if I can find the story. To read, about uh, I would of like the to nightmare do before Christmas. No, no, no. Of like, <laughs> well, like we have the night before Christmas. You know, not a creature's turd, whatever. Yeah, not even right. a mouse. I wonder if there are stories like that. You know, there are ones of Krampus and things like. that. I wonder if there's a, a Gryla story. Oh, there needs to be one. I will one hundred percent every year read that aloud at family gatherings. Will you? Yes. Oh, that, oh wow. Here, look, look at this. This is Gryla eating a baby. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You oh, know what? Icelandic pretty... people don't f look around. At, look at Icelandic Gryla. people are like, you know no. what? F you in your life. What's <laughs> the hila? So I, I, I'm going to try to find one. I'm going to segue that into um, who's who in the dark. She is. So yeah. So so Dina Dina's going to go, and I'm going to top it off with a feel good story. Mm, interesting. Interesting. It is interesting. What? It is interesting. Interesting. So are we? Are are you done? Well, I you know I did you just I tried, spit? <laughs> no, I, I I tried to find a lot of things about her. It, there's not much. I mean, there's a lot of just factual things. Um, you know, she comes down from the mountains and eats children or whatever. But is Gryla based off of anybody that like a real person? I don't think so. However. Um, I you know in Iceland, fifty four percent of the population believe in elves. 
Okay. And other paranormal beings. So Gryla it has a weird accent above the Y, so I don't know if we're saying it right. But she <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody apparently believes in that. I don't know. Um apparently Gryla looks like a sheep who walks like a human. Um, and others, she's clearly a troll. So the general consensus, she's a troll. Sometimes she has 300 heads or a beard or blue eyes. Three. 300 heads. That, the physics. Doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Just... One description portrays her as having 15 <clears throat> tails together bearing 100 balloons filled with children. So uh, she puts kids in balloons and carries them around, apparently. Before she eats them? Right. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it was an Ikea. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just just stopping by, you grabbing some assemble. Swedish meatballs. You, you have to assemble your child. <laughs> prior to eating it. <laughs> um, Icelandic people uh, tend to believe that there are hidden people. Um, Gryla is one of those. This hidden people, they like to believe in elves and uh, other supernatural entities that are popular, yet well-hidden. You can't just go out and find them, you know, so... Well, if you it's don't have cool the story. arrows... I enjoy the fact that a lot of European countries have these sort of uh, evil Christmas monsters, I guess is what you call them, that go out and, and terrorize kids to make them, you know, yeah. it's all a ploy to make everybody act right during christmas but i think it's cool that she has herself that she has a pet and then she has 13 kids they're just constantly trolling the shit out of everyone in iceland i think it's great i think it's hilarious <laughs> but uh i couldn't find any like you know there's stories of krampus and things like that you know i couldn't find anything like that it's just a lot of hearsay but I thought it was cool. It is a little thing to talk about for Christmas. Kind of get the, I, get that, the ball rolling. I liked it. She's cool. Her oh. kids are cool. Just she's her name is Gryla. She's a terrifying Christmas cannibal with thirteen deviant sons. Dina, so, so if your sausages come up missing this year, Dina, hmm. I I have to admit this to you. That might be my favorite story over shrimpy. That's okay. That's okay. I like. I mean, I liked Gryla. Yeah. Oh, I. I my taint. What? It's cramping from that one. You need to stop talking about your taint. We all talk about our taints constantly on every episode. We need I, to talk my about taint other is relatively private. Other um, I don't know. But I would like. Hey, you know, we've got people. Other parts of our body besides our taint. Look, we have people. Oh. I fantastic calves. We have people that listen. We're really? popular. <laughs> we're popular in, in the U.S. with the second being South Africa. We're popular. We, we've got like thirty people that like us. I don't us. give a <laughs> shit. I don't care. Hey, if five people like me, that's popular. If uh, most hey, of our okay plays have one, been, I'm okay if one yeah. person likes me. <laughs> right. A lot of our plays have been South Africa and stuff. If there's people listening that are from Iceland, please. <laughs> stupidhydrogen at gmail.com send me a story send, what were you told were you told of this like is this a, a popular story I have never heard this story you know I, I haven't either like were you told of this growing up were you told that if you're not nice during Christmas you know cause in the US we're told hey you know he's got a list he's checking it twice right Santa so like is that what happens in Iceland you know like <sighs> if you're Let's like, go. What kind of stories are you told? Because we in the U.S. don't have these um, anti, like, Santa people. We don't have these stories of if you're not good. Like, the only thing I get is like, oh, if you're naughty, Santa's not going to bring you gifts. Well, right. But in the European countries with Krampus and, and Gryla and things like that, there are, there, there are consequences for not being a so decent kid, right? It, yeah. it amazes me, the, the melting pot that we are here in America, that you know, most of us don't know these stories. I didn't know the story that I'm going to present a little bit later on. I'm probably not going to know the story that, that Dina is going to present. Like, it's, you know, and the one that I'm presenting is like, it's that's four, four is it 4% now? Oh, no, 7% my people, according to Ancestry DNA. What? 
What? What's he talking oh, about? He did ancestry, and apparently the seven percent of his yeah, I'm DNA. seven. I'm seven percent Italian. Oh, so he's gonna do some sort of Italian bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, uh, Europe. You know, uh, Saint Nicholas, Santa Claus is a European thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. That we took over here, and that makes sense. Um, but why didn't any of the negative ones come? Why didn't Krampus come? Why didn't... Because, like you said, Randy, we're the melting pot, right? So why didn't these negative stories that if you're if you're naughty, you get eaten by Gryla and her 13 sons? You know, like, why didn't that, why didn't that make it over? Because all we have here are, are great, like, happy Christmas stories. You know, like, Santa. Yeah. Like, you're either on the nice list or the naughty list. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You get coal or you don't get anything, right? But in, like, Europe, Iceland, you get eaten by this fucking bitch that comes out of the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, you're and sausage. She bargains. Could you imagine, like, being in the house, like, looking out the window and your parents are down there and Gryla's talking to them, like, ugh, I know Billy up there is a dick, bro, like. <laughs> Plus her can children. It? It's not it? just Gryla. It's, yeah. it's also her gaggle of children. That are just... And that I imagine, are spoon stealers, bowl stealers, plate stealers. I imagine it this way. Okay, I imagine the cat is out skulking around, yeah. like, doing his own thing. And then I imagine that the cat sort of finds this family where these kids are shitty, right? Right. And then the 13 sons come down and they relentlessly taunt this family until Gryla finally comes down and it's like the reason we're taunting you is because your kids are dicks <laughs> <laughs> and I want to eat them if, wait, you wait, wait, give, wait. if you give me your kids so we'll leave you the fuck alone and, so, and she's like eh. so let me get this straight <laughs> you sent your kids to my house to lick my spoons uh, steal my, my doors steal my sausages steal my sausages hook my meat and you're saying my kids are dicks? Right. So it's just like, it's like, all right, fine. You know what? Take my kids. Eat them. Like, you know, it's just sort of a thing. It's like, the kids here, if you're not nice, Santa's not going to bring you things. There's no consequences. But in Europe, they're savages. <laughs> if, there's, if, there's, if you're not nice, some woman's going to come out of the mountains and eat you. After her entire family <laughs> taunts us. For the better part of a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Her God. 13 kids are going to ruin your life. <laughs> you think having just one child is going to ruin your life. Try 13. Try 13. Try 13. I, you know what? <laughs> don't give me your kids. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wonder like, you know, like Belschnickel and Krampus and all that stuff. Like, where did that come in? Like, you know, are they... We don't have that. I think it's cool. I like that thing that there are negative consequences in other countries for, you know, being a dick. Yeah. We need that more in the U.S. because we're all assholes here. <laughs> we are. We really are. We're just, we're just a country full of a-holes. That's all we are. <laughs> All right, Dina, you want to you want to go with yours? Are you, I'm sorry, are you done? No, yeah, no, I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm good. I just wanted to present that. Do that, and then you want me to hold that? Yeah, you guys talk amongst yeah, yourselves. We're going to talk amongst ourselves again about what, Randy? Do you uh, like peaches? Uh, millions of peaches. Peaches no. for free. Oh, oh, you went into a song. I did. I did. <laughs> I do. I was I, actually. I really about. do like peaches. Uh, <laughs> like, there's a um, was it uh, like a cobbler? Yeah. Do you Dude. also do you like bread? Yes. Cool. What about what about fast cars? Do you like those? I mean, I can take them or leave them. Oh, yeah, me too. I don't care about cars. Yeah. What about what about weather? You like weather? <laughs> <laughs> I uh oh as as far as weather goes, like I you know I believe in it. <laughs> I believe, believe in weather. Do you believe in climate? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Do believe you in understand that there? Are Weather and climate are two separate subjects. Yes. Okay, a lot of people don't. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just making sure you understood oh, that. Oh, silly. You're a big silly. <laughs> you remember Formaggio's? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I love Formaggio's. Oh, man. I we used too. to get the uh, the cheese sticks with the uh, the Alfredo sauce or oh, 
uh, an all meat calzone, add mushrooms, and put a meatball in the hole. Yes. Yeah, and then like five dollar pictures of PBR on <laughs> Didn't Thursdays. They just stopped existing. They they're uh, they're a different name now. No, they have, but that, it's not the same. They have that Pazzo thing. Yeah. in Hoover, and they make those big name. those big uh, those big old pieces of pizza. I do appreciate some Marty's PM though. Oh uh, yeah, haven't been there in a while. That that patty melt is fantastic. Is it on point? Uh, it is on fleek. Is that a is it on fleek or just fleek? I don't know. I don't. I I don't. I don't. Either. I don't know. You know what? Dina has a story. Dina does have a story. Let's talk about Dina. I have a story. Yes. I didn't I, know I had a story. I thought you had a story. You maybe. What? what? Oh, what do you mean? Story, maybe. Sorry. What's wrong? No, you're good. <gasps> what happened? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> What's, why are you making noises? Oh, that's what I do. Stop making life. the noises. You know what? Tell your story. I'll stop. I like your noises. <laughs> Where are we going with your story, Dina? Where are we going? Flat Earth. <laughs> no, oh. we've already talked about Flat Earth. Wow. Flat Earth. I'm not talking about Flat you, Earth again. If you don't know about Flat Earth right now, that got heated. Oh my it god. Is so heated. Oh my god. It I got don't... heated on one side of the table, and that's on the side that Randy and I are not on. <laughs> It's always me. It's, They're always no. bringing no, you do, up You're me. very, but you're very strong. Ridiculous. Like, like, no, like you, you're headstrong in the stuff you believe. So headstrong. You, I'm headstrong. You know what? Yes. Talk about your Christmas <laughs> shit. Shut the- hey, you know what? Not even listening. I'm going to make you my bitch. <laughs> no, you're not. Sooner <laughs> rather than later. No. no. <laughs> All right. No. So, uh, yeah. Okay. For Christmas, I'm talking about Hans Trap. <laughs> the child <laughs> trap. The child <laughs> the child eating scarecrow of Christmas. Have you guys heard of the scarecrow? I have not. He's crazy. He what? is absolutely crazy. <laughs> um the legend. Okay, so the legend in the French German border region of Alsace Lorraine. Okay. There's a legendary anti-Santa figure named Hans Trapp. In each tale, he's described as a cruel and greedy man who had a, who had great wealth. I mean, he was amazingly wealthy. Um, but he was acquired he acquired this wealth by doing acts of magic, packs with demons, um, and worshiping Satan. Now, at this time, it was predominantly Catholic in Europe. So when the Vatican heard of his misdeeds, they demanded he come before the Pope. He declined that offer. (laughs) (laughs) He declined the offer from the Vatican to go. Um, So they arrested him anyways. Uh, He came before the Pope and the church went ahead and excommunicated the guy. And they did so because they thought he, they did so because of his Satanism. They okay. thought that he was worshiping Satan and, and doing all the bad stuff. So his lands and properties were confiscated and he was exiled. Um, in his hometown, uh, the villages, uh, they, they shunned him. So he was eventually banished into the woods in nearby Germany. The legend goes on to say that he built a little shack in the woods and became so full of rage and scorn that he devoted himself completely to dark arts and Satan. He was angry with everyone, especially the villagers that banished him into the woods. So eventually, due to the isolation uh, from everyone, he started slowly going insane and uh, becoming more and more obsessed uh, with the idea of revenge. So he came up with a plan. His plan uh, was to devour the people of the village that banished him, namely their children. So, uh, so far, I'm, what I'm getting is, is this kind of like a like a darker Grinch. So it's a darker Grinch, you know, uh, with a little bit of Hannibal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he just he really wanted to eat some some baby meat. 
with with a nice Chianti and some fava beans. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like the. I love the sound of <laughs> <laughs> like a little squirrel. I feel like I just sound like a little squirrel. Mm. Okay, where was I? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, he became I. He came. Uh, he became obsessed with the idea of revenge. Uh, he wanted to to devour the kids, basically to seek revenge in that way. Um, the the more he turned this idea over in his brain, the more he became obsessed with the idea in general with cannibalism. So he came. The next step in his plan was to come up with an idea of how to proceed with terrorizing the villagers. Right. So he decided. He decided on the disguise of a scarecrow. He wanted to be a scarecrow, which, if you think about it, you know, it's more of farming towns and everything. So it's, I mean, it's a pretty good idea. You know, nobody's going to notice a scarecrow. We've got scarecrows everywhere, everywhere. So he, he came up with the disguise and he got some old clothing. He started stuffing it with uh, straw and sticks and everything. And his idea was to go into some of the fields and basically stalk his prey until they came about. One day, a uh, Hans trap dressed up as the scarecrow went and sat in the, in one of the fields and a really young shepherd boy walked by. He was able to catch the, the shepherd boy and once he he caught the boy, he he also had made some weapons. He made a stick with a very sharp point at the end of it. So when he caught the boy, he stabbed the young the young guy in the heart and drug him off back into the woods to his shack. <sighs> the story goes on that the boy or he cut the boy up into pieces and cooked him over a, a fire. What do you when think he, he marinated him in? Mm, I don't know. Thyme? <laughs> basil? Think, uh, <laughs> basil? Maybe wait, a, hold on. What is it? What are we cooking? Maybe a little bit uh, of Italian. A child. A uh, child. You know, uh, there's a lot of fat that goes on with them, so they'll render nicely. There's no need to add any butter or oil or anything with them. A nice rosemary, thyme, maybe a little bit of paprika, some right. sort of uh, sobo pepper, sauce, basics. maybe salt and pepper. Just something to sort of flavor that that fat as it renders down and, and cooks right. the Right, and it's uh, going to be over a fire, so it's going to be slow yeah. roasted. Do you right. brine yeah. a child? Do you spit roast it, too? Is that, I mean... But that's what he I did. Think, he yeah, spit roast it. Yeah, that's... Do you, uh, also, if you spatchcock the child, you just cut down the breastbone, uh, sort of open it up. Right. Well, I can't... Um, <laughs> I kind that, of thought, you know, that'll lead to it cooking. You know, like you're gonna spit roast the kid. Um, you're talking non spatchcocked. You got to stuff the cavity and everything oh with my stuff. God. You're talking like five <laughs> six hours if you spatchcock it and you brine it. Well, he's split, to, he's brining is the, the kid key. Up. Brining is the key. Coat the skin. Separate the skin from the muscle. Put some some nice butter between the skin. Like right. I'm talking thyme, lemon juice, a little right. bit of minced garlic in there. You put it up, put it between the skin and the muscle. You know, also uh, sort of spit roasted spatchcock. Oh, you're talking great meal in about three <laughs> three to five hours. Actually, I was thinking nice, I was thinking more of a pork. slow spit roasted. And you know what would be great? Pork butt. You know what would like be great? Ten hours. If you also, if you take a big pan. And you put some potatoes, onions, celery, carrot stuff in that. Let those drippings come down into that pan. Roast the potatoes, a little salt. Roast those vegetables, with salt, pepper, and stuff. Over it'd be great. It's still but going. We're, be but fantastic. we're thinking. We're thinking of oven roasting, though. You're you're going to oven roasting. We're talking about a Spitfire. We're talking about yeah. rotisserie why style. Can't, why can't you put a, a pan under something that's being? I mean, well, that's fine. Yeah, you can you can get the drippings from the child's right. thigh. That's, that's what's gonna. You cook can get the, the chipping the the dripping from the child's thigh. It could drip down into the pan. You're right. You're right. absolutely Ooh, right. Roast those vegetables. And really maybe nice. the steam could Toss come them? back. Up put a into bit of the child's foil. thigh. If you put a little, if you put aluminum foil over it, that'll really seal in that flavor of those roasted. Did they vegetables. have aluminum though in the woods in Germany? Yeah, well, you know what? You can always just use some sort of like animal skin in the like 1400s. Some sort of, 
I was actually thinking kind of like the leaves from the scarecrow. Well, yeah. Leaf? <laughs> like the leaf? straw from that's the, a good, the straw from the scarecrow. That's a good, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So anyways, that. he put him on the Spitfire. He put him on he put him on the Spitfire. And um <laughs> once he did that, he uh he cooked him and he was about to eat a piece of the flesh when God finally intervened. Right. Became uber pissed and struck him with a bolt of lightning before he could eat (laughs) after all of that cooking after all that prepping he wasn't even able to enjoy his meal he had to he had to sit there and stalk his prey he had to kill the prey he had to drag the prey all the way up to the shack after being isolated after getting everything taken away from him and then he had to go through 12 hours of cooking and marinating this child just to be struck by a bolt of lightning from God. That I'd sounds, be pissed. That seems excessive. I'd be pissed. Once you got to heaven, I'd be like, bro. I'm straight up not uh, having a good time. I was straight up cooking that right. kid, dude. Zero out of five stars, yeah, God. Yeah, you get, you get <laughs> negative point eight stars. Okay, so at this point, when he, when he was struck by lightning, the dude uh, fell over, hit his head, and died. All right? Now you would think okay. that would yeah. be the end. No, of actually, Mr. I think, Hans Trap. I think there's more to the story. <sighs> you would think so, but um, it's not. <laughs> Hans Trap became a ghost that haunts every child every year at Christmas. Well, at least that's what the parents tell them. <laughs> the parents warn their children. That if they're not good, every year, Hans Trapp's spirit will come back, dress as the scarecrow, and abduct the naughty children of all the towns and take them to the forest where, they'll, where, where they will never be seen again. Now, there is a kinder version. <laughs> the kinder version that the parents will tell is that Hans, Hans Trapp, after he passed away, he got together with St. Nicholas and he roams around the earth dressed as the scarecrow year round. And when, when Christmas comes about, he gets together with St. Nick and to earn his redemption, he goes around. And while St. Nick is awarding the kids who are virtuous, he is going to the naughty kids and trying to persuade them to basically not wind up like him. That's the nice part. Here's here's the little sick version of it. If he can't convince them to be virtuous like the like the good kids, he's going to whip them and then steal them and take them into the woods where they will never be seen again. Is that where they start filming the the sound of music? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um that's that's where <laughs> that's where the sound of music begins. Yeah. We're done. Um, no, so here's here's fun. Here's the fun part about it. Hans Trap. Hans Trap is actually based off of a real life person. Oh, yes. And the real life person's name is Hans von Trotha. Now, Hans von Trotha was born <laughs> von Trotha. right. Trotha was born around 1450. He died around 1503. And he was a German knight and marshal. Now, oh, really? Yes, that's that's cool. Yes, and he um he was the owner of Berwatstein Castle. Now, this is how he became kind of infamous. All right, according to the Weisenberg Abbey, that castle did not belong to him. The family that he, that Von Trotha belonged to were actually basically uh, guardians and protectors of this castle, okay? Until um, the Abbey could kind of take it back. And uh, Von Trotha, the family, they decided to keep it. Right. Uh, They decided to keep it. They they said that uh, it was given to them. They have the paperwork, blah, blah, blah. And so it it became a huge feud between the the abbey and this family regarding this castle. The monastery, the Weisenberg Abbey, the monastery itself, 
they couldn't come up with a resolution with that the von Trotha family. So they went to the uh, to the elector of the church for protection. Well, the elector basically didn't didn't support him like the monastery like the monastery wanted them to support him. Right. So <laughs> they actually made excuses for what was going on and eventually they elevated Hans to a rank of marshal and sold him the entire disputed uh property. So that didn't end the feud. So Hans was so greedy and so kind of uh vengeful that he actually he actually took it out on the local the the local town the local village and what he did was he dammed the river that went into the town yeah and finally the there were so many complaints that Hans finally tore the dam down. Finally said, "Okay, I've had enough torturing you," and um, he caused a huge flood in Weisenberg and completely dis- devastated, destroyed the town economically. So that's actually kind of funny. Sorry to interject, but isn't you know Alsace Lorraine a, a disputed piece of land as well? Between France and Germany? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, this whole story, if you look really, really into it, it's very political. Yeah. The, the whole thing, you know, they, they turned Von Trotha into a, just it basically into just a horrible person. When yeah. In reality, he was just an, another, uh, another wealthy uh, aristocrat family. That's, I mean, that's basically what it was. So... In between all of this, the Pope became involved, okay? They asked him to come. They actually did ask him to come to uh, the Vatican. Uh, Von Strotha refused to come. And what he actually did was he sent a letter to to the Pope and basically kind of switched it up and said, why are you questioning me in all reality the You're pope. the one. The you, Pope said that. No, von no. Strotha oh, okay. wrote this to the Pope. Oh, okay. And basically said, you know, you guys are the ones that are uh, that are the bad guys. Okay, I'm I'm not I'm not getting into the whole thing, but he he basically said, hey, he, he turned it around, and said, hey, you're you're the bad guy. The <laughs> the the Pope. They did excommunicate him. All right, but they they excommunicated they did. Von Trotha. Yes, they did. They actually excommunicated excommunicated him, uh, and even the elector renounced him. But this had a lot more to do with again. This had a lot more to do with politics than anything else. So they sent Trotha to the French royal court during the Italian wars. Yes. Uh, for as a diplomat, that's what they did. They just sent him off to as a diplomat. So they excommunicate him and send him as a diplomat. Yeah, because he because he was uh, he was still you know part of the aristocracy. Okay, okay. So they can't. They just they did they all can of, excommunicate him, but they're like, bro, we really can't just like kick you out of society. So we're gonna send you. Okay. Yeah, out here to do this. He okay. He ex he was excommunicated because he wrote to the Pope. That the Pope was actually immoral. Oh, he told the damn. Pope himself. He said <laughs> he he told the Pope he accused the Borgia Pope with obscure charges of immorality. She imagine some random dude. He's like, bro, Pope's like, what's up, dude? He's like, you're you're a joke, right? So <laughs> the Pope said, yeah. So the Pope said, all right, what else? You're done. Uh, he but, said, oh. I'm a joker. You're the excommunicado. <laughs> but when he went over there as a diplomat, mm-hmm. King Louis Which the twelfth. Okay. Oh, what a bitch! That's the worst, Louis. <laughs> awarded him knighthood. That's he was a knight. Really? Yes. Is, is this the one that? Oh, go ahead, finish what you're doing. I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah. oh, in all reality, though. Hans actually survived both the emperor and the pope. And two years later, after he died, after Hans died, of natural causes, 
He didn't die from a lightning bolt, guys. He just died of natural causes. They lifted the excommunication, and uh, and he's considered a knight. He was interred in St. Anne's Chapel. Wow. Yeah, in Berwarstein, above the confluence of Erlonbach and the Weisslauter. In 1967, the Von Trotha family had a memorial tablet placed in the chapel also for him. When, what year? 1967. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, wow. Right. So, so this was... he was also known as a robber baron and the Black Knight, who was a restless, a restless spirit who stalked through the Waskau at night. And the legend of Jung Fernsprung... His name was associated with a fiend who wanted to take the young, who wanted to take young maiden's virtues. In a really, really nice version of Hans Trot, um, to frighten the kids, he Hans Trop. I'm sorry. He dressed. He dressed with a white beard. Well, he had a white beard, a pointed hat, and rod. And um, he was basically just so kind of a helper with Saint Nick. Right. That was it. I mean, it sounds like kind of like white beard, you know, staff. It's like, are you trying to be the Pope, bro? No, it actually, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, um, who was that? <laughs> and they were talking about witch, you know, uh, being a witch and stuff. Who was, uh, mm, who, who was the male, uh, which with uh the round table with uh king oh merlin, oh, merlin. merlin. Yeah. he reminded me of yeah. merlin of the like a french german version of merlin okay well you know uh, well yeah okay yeah, yeah. he reminded well, I mean, me that's of merlin kind of, it's kind of the story of merlin i mean you know what i mean there's there's some parallels there right besides eating flesh right of kids and it wasn't dressing doc- up as a you know what you know what when i watched and the Disney movie. Telling the Pope he was immoral. Sword in the Stone. Sword. When I watched the Disney movie Sword in the Stone, there was no mention of eating flesh. <laughs> right. So. So, and that could just be because it's for kids. We should. I would. You, <laughs> <laughs> now the thing that bothers me is that we sit here and we we come up with these great stories to tell. Uh huh. But. When it comes time to making movies, it's remakes of things. It's like... Right. There's a million and I mean, one stories to tell out so there. There's so many stories to tell, but we're going to go with the one that made the... But, you know, it, it, make the next one. Make the next great movie. Instead right. of telling a story that we've already seen before, people <laughs> people are going to go watch it. They're going to pay. It, and, you know, it's because they've got nothing else to do. I don't have anything else to do. I'm going to go watch me. But it's like these stories, some of these stories would make great movies. Absolutely. They would. Yeah. And they're just go by the wayside. And it's not just like the Christmas ones that we're doing, but the, a Madam, a, a movie based on Madame Wallerie would be that episode yeah. that you did. That would be great. I would watch that movie. It would. There's, there, there's just so many, so many movies that could be made. That would be decent to watch. I would like to see a lot of uh, mythological, like Greek Greek mythology movies redone. Yeah, there are a ton, or just based on a on a god of like smaller smaller gods, smaller Greek yeah. gods. There are a ton of really interesting stories there's about a, the, the. There's a good one. Smaller Greek uh, gods. A Christmas movie that's coming out. There's a kid that's trying to kill Santa, and um, I want to say I saw I saw like a there's a preview or for, that. for it. I haven't. Um, I can't, you know, I can't remember right now. I, I can't remember who's in it. Um, Mel Gibson, Fat Man. That's what it's called. It's called Fat Man. Yes, yes. Uh, Mel Gibson, um, uh, is a, is Santa Claus. Huh. And he, like, double crosses this kid, and the kid's like, I'm gonna kill Santa. Right. And it's this kid versus Mel Gibson as Santa Claus. It looked good. It looked like a, it looked like a movie that I would just be like, you know, cause you know, like Die Hard, borderline <laughs> Christmas movie, right? Gremlins. I, I honestly don't feed them after midnight, right? You know what? Please I don't. And don't get I, them wet. I don't even care. You guys don't make, get them wet. You guys out there, the guys here, make fun of me. I don't care. 
I've been made fun of a lot in my life. <laughs> I Die Hard, Gremlins. Those are Christmas movies. They are Christmas movies. I will watch those yeah. every year for Christmas. Nightmare like Before it. Christmas. The Alabama Theater. The Alabama White if Thing. If you guys, if they're doing it this year, if they're still, if they're COVID hit them hard, if they're still open. Last year we went to the Alabama Theater and we watched Die Hard. Yeah. As a Christmas movie, they play Die Hard. They play Christmas Vacation. They play It's a Wonderful Life, and they do all this stuff as a fundraiser to keep that theater going. And it's great. I I absolutely adored it. It was yeah. it was awesome. Oh, I love the Alabama Theater. Um, me and Emily and my parents went last year and we watched uh, Die Hard in the Alabama Theater. And it was great. They have a uh, um a, an organ, yeah, a pipe organ that raises up out of the floor. So some dude will sit there and play it. And you'll hear it playing, and then all of a sudden comes out of the floor, and then he's like the MC. You know, they do uh, Christmas carols, and he leads the Christmas carols yeah. and things like that. And so the whole theater, uh, this uh, my dad talks about going to that theater when he was a kid in the fifties and sixties to uh, watch movies, and that was when it was actually just straight up movie theater. You know, they could take the bus from where they lived, go downtown, pay a nickel. 10 cents for popcorn going there and watch a movie yeah um so they're trying to keep that alive i think that's great keeping these traditions alive man that's that's part of uh being human passing these stories down things like that is great i love it um going and doing things like that with where my dad did went to the out it's it's crazy you know the weirdest thing that ever happened was we went to a service call at this house and my dad were down there working on the heat or the air condition. It was in the summer, I guess. And my dad's like, Oh, you know what? This uh, used to be one of my friends' house back in the day. He's like, we used to come down here and in the basement where we were working, he's like, yeah, we used to have fun. We used to have parties and stuff down here. Okay. I'm like in this house <laughs> because now it looks terrible. He's like, no, it was awesome back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> So it was, it was weird. Like I think that's important to keep that these traditions going. Like these Krampus, Gryla, the the Yule lads. Those stories. Those those are important stories to keep going because it gives you an insight into life in those days. Because my dad can tell me stories of things that happened. You know, right now, what seventy years ago? Right, sixty years ago, fifty, forty years ago. It's completely different. That how things are going now. We learn from that. We learn from those those past stories. We learn from these Christmas stories we're telling. How to be a human. I I think that these stories guide us into being a better person. Yeah, I agree. They tell us like you know if Grilo, you you, you know we're not supposed to steal sausages. <laughs> we're not supposed to eat. We're not eat supposed to flesh eat, either. Eat, eat naughty children. Like you know what I mean. Like you don't eat them. Be nice. The whole moral of Christmas, and I think that that should carry through the entire year, is that n not everyone's gonna is going to agree with us, whether it's religion, politics, anything. And the best way I found to deal with them is just listen to them. Yeah. Give them, give them their time to say their piece. You don't have to agree with them. Just acknowledge that that's their belief. Right. Take it. Be nice to each other move on and have a good time yeah randy yes it's your turn all right i'm gonna pass this on to you okay 